It's seven o'clock and time for the Scots Whaley Show. That was Blood Relatives and Duck, taken from the 2013 album Dear Heart. It's difficult to believe that came out 10 years ago. 
Welcome to the Scots Wehay Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood, and for the next couple of hours I'll play you the very best Scottish music, old and new. We also have an artist of the week, and this week it is Natty Dread, who I'll be talking to, as well as playing a couple of tracks. The featured album is Cloth's Secret Measure, and I'll play tracks from it. Plus we have the usual book, TV, podcast and gig recommendations for your consideration. Well, let's start the show properly in time-honoured style with three of the very best new releases, starting with the latest from Ewan Patrick. This is Find the Beauty.
here's my hat. Flowers on the hill where no one goes. Silent on the mountain rocks of old. And here she's been for many years, and many she will stay. Beneath her flying sky, the Isle of May. Birds fly on and on beneath a weary sky of grey. The pilgrims left their mark upon the brain. Though their ancient dreams have long since passed, we remember them today. Beneath her sunken sky, the Isle of May. Sit of the rocks. The waterfront docks Breathe in the sand That calls all around you And all you are Rain in your skin It washes the sin From tumbling cloud No soul to be found In the song Of a sparrow's call The gold well Come at noon, it will take us from the shore. And then left behind forevermore. And on the rocks where time has stopped, we'll sing again someday. Beneath her flying sky, the air. be really cruel and make you all sing but I'm not gonna do it. Sail from this high earth land Sail from this tested command And there you shall stay Neath the Solomon
first of those three new releases was Ewan Patrick and the Stormin' new single, Find the Beauty. If you're listening, Ewan, I think that might be my favourite song of yours to date. Then you heard Nwaneka and Self Love, and Nwaneka you may also know as DJ and producer Plantain Chips. And if you liked Self Love, do check out the previous single from Nwaneka, which came out earlier this year, called Sugar Plum. And just there, you heard Michael McGovern and Isle of May, which was recorded live at the Blue Arrow Jazz Club as part of the launch of his EP. And it's available now as a four-track EP, live EP, and I do suggest you check it out because it's just a different take on the songs you may already know from Michael. Now I'm going to play a song which came out last month on Hudson Records. This is Jenny Sturgeon with Alice Allen, and it's called Cut and Run. Feel the tide pull on your strings Sand beneath your If it was up to me, we'd stay like this If it was
and run from Jenny Sturgeon and Alice Allen. And Alice Allen has her own single out at the moment called Underworld, and I'll be sure to play that for you in the coming weeks. We move on now to our book recommendation for this week, and it's Philip Paris's The Last Witch of Scotland, which is out now, published by Black and White Publishing. Here's a bit from the inside cover to tell you what's going on. Scottish Highlands, 1727. In the aftermath of a tragic fire that kills her father, Ayla and her mother Janet move to the remote parish of Loth, northwest of Inverness. Blending in does not come easily to the women. Ayla was badly burned in the fire and left with visible injuries, while her mother struggles to maintain her grip on reality. When a temporary minister is appointed in the area, Rather than welcome the two women, he develops a strange curiosity for them that sets them even further apart from the community. Then arrives a motley troupe of travelling entertainers from Edinburgh, led by the charismatic but mysterious Jack. It is just the distraction Janet, and particularly Ayla, needs. For the first time in a long while, their lives are filled with joy and friendship, and a kind of hope Ayla hasn't known since her father's death. But in this small community, faith is more powerful than truth, and whispers more dangerous even than fire. Haunting and deeply moving, The Last Witch of Scotland is a story of love, loyalty and sacrifice, inspired by the true story of the last person to be executed for witchcraft in Britain. And there's a lot of what is collectively if rather awkwardly called witch fiction around at the moment, and this is one of the best I've read to date. Once again, it looks at a dark period of Scotland's history and uses individual stories to tell universal truths. While it's based on true stories and real people, it's about family and friendship, loyalty and love, versus prejudice, greed, gossip, misogyny and bigotry. After such a tragic opening, The Last Witch of Scotland has Ayla finding her place among other outsiders who welcome and understand her. You couldn't say that there's a happy ending, but you are left with hope. And that's me talking about Philip Paris's The Last Witch of Scotland, which is out now, and as I say, it's published by Black and White Publishing. We move back to the new music now, and this is the latest release from Andrew Patty, and it's called Right of Way.
That is Lindsay Clark and Seasong. And in one minute and 38 seconds, it kind of condenses the essence of just why Lindsay Clark is such a fascinating and magnificent musician. Uh, It's the latest single and it kind of finishes the cycle of their debut album, All I Have Now. The album got a vinyl release or re-release with Olive Grove Records at the end of last year. And that was a, a bonus track on it, if you like. And Lindsay herself, this releasing it feels like a nice closure on the All I Have Now world, which holds such a special place in our heart. And I can't wait to hear what comes next from Lindsay Clark. I think we're all looking forward to that. And before that, it was the new single from Andrew Patty called Right of Way. And Andrew Patty has played with too many bands to mention here, but they do include Honey and the Herbs. And Andrew was kind enough to send me a copy of Honey and the Herbs album Gloaming and I must play something from it on the show very soon. It's time for us to move on to Ali's Comfort Break that time and every show where I play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio. And this time round it's the full 8 minutes and 13 seconds of Blue Rose Code's Red Kites. Thank you. 
Dorset shore Here I come Every breath I hold Light me up and let me go taken from the album Ten Years Grace, which is sort of a greatest hits, or at least a retrospective look at Ten Years of Blue Rose Code. And that is Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Another new release next. This is the latest from Ripley, and it's called Like Magnets.
and that was Bridget Campbell and Banish the Giant of Doubt and Despair from the incredible album Carry Them With Us which came out back in April. Very talented family those Campbells. And before that you heard Ripley and Like Magnets and Ripley are just five singles in but they seem to get better and better with each release. Time to move on to our featured album for this week and it's an absolute belter. It's Cloth and Secret Measure and from it, this is Lido.
and that was Cloth and Lido, taken from our featured album from this week, which is Cloth's Secret Measure, and I'll play another track from it later in the show. Time now for our TV suggestion for this week, and it's Aberdeen 83 Once in a Lifetime. Here's more about it. It's a documentary telling the definitive story of how Aberdeen FC defied expectations and ruled European football. Spanning an incredible five years in the club's history between 1978 and 1983, this special group of players, managed by Sir Alex Ferguson, went from the nearly men of Scottish football to winning both the European Cup Winners' Cup and European Super Cup, making them the number one team in Europe for that year. With a stellar cast of contributors, including Alec Ferguson himself, Willie Miller, Alex McLeish, Gordon Strachan, Mark McGee and many more, this film explores how Aberdeen destroyed the long-held domestic dominance of Rangers and Celtic, beating both Bayern Munich and Real Madrid on the way to their glory in Gothenburg in 1983. And it's hard to believe it's 40 years ago and it's hard to believe that Aberdeen really did it, even though I remember it clearly at the time. Apparently they're still the last club to beat Real Madrid in a European final. It's a wonderfully evocative documentary, even if you're not an Aberdeen fan. It's amazing to think this is what they did and it's got some great footage, some great footage of Aberdeen at the time as well. And the interviews and the interviewees are spot on. It's also great to see just how good some of the football was and how bad some of the pitches were as well. There's some great anecdotes and possibly apocryphal tales, but they're all told with a smile on the face and a real warmth between all these men who pulled together to pull off a miracle once in a lifetime, as the title suggests. It's called Aberdeen 83. Once in a Lifetime, and it's available on iPlayer at the moment. This is the Scott Swahey Show on Cam Glen Radio, and my name's Ali Braidwood, and next it's a new single from Basement Kirk. This is I Love My Wife. It's in your It's deep within, it's in your skin, and getting home is hard, I love my wife, oh, I think she 
That was Basement Kirk and I Love My Wife. Basement Kirk recently collaborated with Fraser McCallum on the single Gruts, which we played during the show, but that's their latest, and I have to say I'm loving their work. Now it's time for our Artist of the Week, and this week it is Natty Dread, who I'll be talking to in a moment after you've heard the current single, This Is Older. just heard Older by Natty Dread, and I'm so pleased to be joined by Natty now. Hello. Hello, hello to yourself. First of all, tell what can you tell us about Older? Older came about because last year I was approaching 30. Now, again, it's, it's not a big number, but for me as a woman, for some reason, that number always came with fear. Like, it, you've got to, by the time you're 30, you're meant to have everything together. You're meant to still look amazing and be tight and perfect and lovely. And 30 is, like, when everybody talks about having children, they're like, oh, your clock's ticking. And there was so much fear surrounding turning 30. And I was like, I don't think there is. And then I turned 30 and 
I was no different. So I wanted to write it, not as a kind of lament to getting older and getting wrinkly and all that stuff, but more as a kind of celebration and like a birthday party, like, yes, I'm 30. And just yeah. who cares about an age? That's what it's about. It's a celebration as opposed to like, oh, I'm old. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's right. There's a, there is pressure, particularly on women, I think, when, you know, all these milestones, I think, kind of uh, come along and you're supposed to give them significance. So you kind of you're kind of owning it in that way. I am. I'm like, Kim, what? I'm thirty. I'm still the same height that I was when I was in my first year of high school, which is slightly embarrassing. <laughs> but do you get what? I've learnt loads. I'm certainly no wiser. Um, definitely less sexy, but I'm owning it. I'm thirty. I don't care. <laughs> and on the the sound itself is quite a big sound. And I was wondering, have you got a regular band that you play with, or is it? Session musicians, how did the you know how does the song come together? Well, the boys that I got, who I was very lucky to get, are two boys cried Kieran and Ben, and they were in a band together before they met me, and they worked as session musicians and producers in their own right. So I was blessed to have gotten them, but right now they kind of act as like we are a band, and hopefully that doesn't change anytime soon. But when we when I wrote the song, I knew in my head it was just me and a guitar and Pro Tools, and I had very little knowledge of what I was doing. But I knew I wanted the sound to be big, so I was like hitting the guitar to pretend it was a drum, and then they put it all together, and with a band, it became more of an anthem. So the song is meant to kind of punch you in the face, it respectfully. Does, it does that, I think. It is a proper anthem, <laughs> and... Uh... And I think it kind of matches the subject matter as well from what you how you were describing it before. Um, you've released quite a few singles now. Is there any thoughts of maybe doing an album together or, or doing something like that? Well, there's going to be an EP in the summertime because I am going to be playing Transmit for the first time, Headline and Transmit, and I'm equally excited and equally kicking myself, but um, we wanted to release something around the summertime to get everybody excited. So there is an EP coming out and Older is going to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there are going to be some releases happening soon. <laughs> okay, mum's the word. Uh, but you're, you're, <laughs> you're doing, as well as Transmit, you're doing quite a lot of festivals in the summer, aren't you? Velodrome, Glastonbury, Kendall Collin, Fresh Air Fest, Transmit. Uh, we just did Teddy Rocks a couple of weeks ago, which was like the start of the festival season. And I'm still picking mud out of my boots, so it's definitely festival season. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're doing a lot of festivals and it's it's different this time. Because last time I've done it, it was my first run of festivals and it was all solo. But then mm -hmm. it was a band is so much different. You've just got a, there's a different feeling on stage and... I'm just chuffed that I've been asked to do it. So I'm excited to spend months hovering over uh, Portaloos and surviving on nothing but coffee. <laughs> and the, I take it you really enjoy playing live. I mean, that's coming across. Did you enjoy it more with the band now than you do solo or is it just dependent? I just, I like performing any chance I get, whether it's in a library, uh, on a stagecoach bus when I was three years old, just any kind of performing I love doing. But with the band, it's certainly a different feeling. It's, you feel like you're part of a, a family and you're all working together to create this sound and it's just a lot more fun. I mean, I love playing solo, but playing with a band is just, I feel like I can move a bit more, I can be myself a bit more, I can jump around and it's just a bigger sound. So... Performing live, I've always, always loved. But in the beginning, I was terrified because I'd never played with a band before in my life and knew I couldn't imagine not doing it. 
it's interesting. I went to see someone live recently who was they were doing their song solo, but usually they're in a band, and that terrified them. You know, they were looking for their pals on stage. <laughs> yeah, you know, she was really quite nervous uh, playing. And you've played in front of some big crowds. I'm taking it. You know, you supported Tidelines, uh, Simply Red. What do you prefer? I mean, does that scare you more, or is the intimate gigs more kind of frightening? I think it's. I like them both because they both sort of suit me in different ways. If it's an intimate gig, then I get to sort of stand and see everybody in the crowd and chat to them, and I could talk until your face went blue. So I like getting to know everybody in the crowd and talking and having a laugh. But then in a bigger setting with a live band, it's just you're you're creating a bigger moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's, it's like that. So I'm kind of lucky and fortunate that either or, I'm happy. Um, I, I'm kind of comfy. I'm always comfy on stage, no matter what I'm I'm doing that's like my happy place but um yeah I got to the first opportunity I got to do a support tour was with Tidelines and those boys kind of took me under their wing and let me perform and warm up their crowds which was so nice of them and their their crowds are amazing and then I toured with Newton Faulkner who is my hero and then I got to open for Simply Red which was my biggest crowd to date then and that was all right I w- <laughs> I was peeing myself a wee bit for Simply Red, I'm not going to lie to you, right? Because <laughs> i seen the size of the crowd and it was in Princess Street Gardens and it was just me on stage with a guitar. But a couple of songs, once I got out there, I was fine and I still managed to talk a load of rubbish, even though it was like 2,000 people. <laughs> so you've got Newton Faulkner, you've got uh, Mick Hucknell, you get yourself. There's a kind of theme going through here with the, the kind of child of the redheads. <laughs> We're coming back. We're coming back in a big way, right? Listen, I know it's summertime, but we'll be there with Factor 50 on, right? We're big bucket hats. We'll be there. <laughs> and who who influenced your... Look, you said that you were... I don't know if you were serious, but you were singing to a stagecoach when you were three years old and entertaining them there. When did you start kind of getting into music? Was it right from the beginning? I, I I tell this story all the time because it's absolutely true. My mum said that when I was born, I sang before I spoke. Um, it was this old Disney film called The Aristocats and the wee cat. Ah, she, she sits on a piano and she does that little dummy, 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 dummy. That was the first thing I ever sort of verbalised was that song. Um, and then ever since, I'd be on buses uh, singing songs to everybody against their will. And then I'd be on the train going to the zoo singing again to everybody against their will. Uh, before I was even in nursery, I'd gone to a school talent show because my sister was in it. And I saw everybody on stage singing. And I goes like that to my dad and I said, Dad, want to sing and he's like well you, you can't because you're not even enrolled in the bloody school yet and I said I want to sing and so he has to go out and ask your boy to let me sing and I goes up on stage and of course I'm giving it twinkle twinkle <laughs> so I've always enjoyed doing it um, and I think that's going to stop anytime soon I just like making an arse of myself <laughs> and when did you start uh, releasing your music um Releasing it as in so you could stream it and listen to it. I, yeah, I did that I, over. I did. I, I did that over lockdown because there was nothing else to do. Um, I was working in a nine to five job at the time, and we were supposed to be shut for a couple of weeks, and it ended up being months, same as everybody else. And um, I started sort of playing music on TikTok because that was like the big app at the time. And it still is, and I decided people enjoyed me singing, but they hadn't heard any of my original music, so. 
I just contacted a pal of mine, her name's Kat, went into her bedroom and recorded Apocalypse and Jacob, which were my two original songs that I had at the time. And that was that was during lockdown. I mean, I'd written them years before it, but that was the first time I'd ever done it. And it was, it was the scariest thing I think I've ever done so far, just initially getting it out there and seeing what people thought. But the reception was really good. Aye, aye, thankfully. Um, people, I was always a bit worried because I'd kind of made a name for myself, a name, whatever that means, singing sort of Scottish folk songs because that's what I love, that's what I've been brought up with. And I was worried that folk wouldn't take to my original stuff, but they did, and they did massively so. So I, I couldn't be more thankful like that I'm sitting here talking to you about all this thing. <laughs> And so Older and the song we'll hear in a moment, Five More Minutes, were they written during lockdown as well? Uh, not during lockdown. They were written a little bit later down the line when I got picked up by a manager and I started really getting in and writing and sort of understanding how to write songs. I'd always written songs, but now I kind of knew the formula a bit better and I knew that um, I wanted to be totally honest in all my writing. And um, yeah, I wrote them further down the line and kept, do you know what's really annoying? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to get on maybe whatever you cry at High Horse Soapbox. Is that you, you agonise over songs, right? Say you, you spend six days writing one and then you spend five minutes writing the other and then you give people a list of songs and they pick the ones that took five minutes. They're always the best ones because you you're not really agonising, you're not overthinking it. So that's something I've learned. Don't overthink songs. But five more minutes took about 20 minutes and older minutes older took about five or ten minutes to write so it's weird how that works out that's interesting don't you think that is it is it just do you think it comes to you rather than having to work on it as such when it's kind of inspirational think, or... yes and no i think that songwriting is a muscle that you have to exercise every single day but um you, you can't just sort of sit around and wait for inspiration to take you um, certainly that does happen with the case of older in five more minutes, but I think that songwriting really is a skill that you have to get better at. Um, what's Ed Sheeran, another ginger, he said um, that it's like turning on uh, an old app, right? And eventually it's going to be some rubbish water and brown, ugly, dirty water, and then eventually it'll run clear. And that's what songwriting writes. So you're you're going to write horrible, awful, rubbish songs and then eventually they start getting better and better and better. So I think it is a skill you practice at, but sometimes they just come out of nowhere. I'd just like to point out, I said redhead earlier on, you said ginger, but then... <laughs> You've got me. You've got me on <laughs> a technicality there. I can't say nothing about that. <laughs> so um, I was going to ask you, um, who influences your music? Who were your great influences, even going back to when you first started? Well, obviously, as a bairn, I was inspired by Disney songs, of course, as any bairn is. Um, but then my house was always just a sort of jungle of different kinds of music. I was brought up mostly by, like, soul, rhythm and blues, Motown. So by the time I was, like, 10, I was listening to Stevie Wonder, Wilson Pickett, The Drifters, Michael Jackson, Prince, Aretha Franklin. And then, of course, I got into the rock bit where it was, like, Guns N' Roses and all that kind of stuff, Led Zeppelin. And it, I never sort of took to one genre. I just kind of liked them all. The one thing I'll never understand is dubstep. It's no. just no for me. Um, it makes me feel scared listening to it. <laughs> um, but no, uh, inspiration-wise, 
I take bits and pieces for, for everybody. Newton Faulkner is a huge inspiration of mine because he's an insane guitarist, an amazing songwriter, very, very talented individual, and just a nice person who's clearly passionate about what he does. And he's very honest when he writes. Um, but I feel like there's a bit of Scottish traditional in the way I write, and there's a wee bit of soul in the way that I sing, and then just a blend of everything I've listened to. So I'm just like a big mad soup. There was a term kind of back in the 80s for a lot of bands, and it was called Caledonian Soul. And when I first heard your your voice, I thought that's kind of what it makes me think of is a Caledonian soulful voice. I've never heard that. What, what does it mean? Just like a Scottish well, singer band, who's got... It was bands like, uh, bands like Deacon Blue, Hugh and Cry, who were having a kind of soulful stuff that was influenced by a lot of the Motown and, you know, American soul stuff. But they were singing either in their own accents or they had a kind of Scottish twist to it. Deacon Blue are probably the best example I could give you of what was called Caledonian soul. That's my, and I've never heard of that term before until the day, obviously. But that was um, that was a huge thing for me as well. Like I never sang in my accent. I think universally we get taught to sing in a kind of Americanized twang. I don't know why it happens, but it doesn't matter where you come from. We all tend to sing in this American type accent. And of course, I used to sing in my accent when I was wee, and I would get the absolute do me. So I stopped doing it. And then when I started singing Scottish folk songs, folk were like, "No, I like you singing in your accent." And then it, the fear just kind of went away, and I just became sort of confident and proud to sing in my accent. So that's that's a really nice comparison. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think it's a. I think you've got a great voice and really distinctive. You know, even when there's maybe slightly different styles. You can just tell it's your voice from the moment you hear the vocals, which is a really good thing to have, I think. You got to phone my mum and tell her you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from the festivals you're going to be doing, what's next for you? And you've got the EP you mentioned as well. So we've got the EP coming. Uh, we've got festivals. We're hopefully, it's not a set in stone idea, but we would like to do some shows surrounding the EP, maybe just somewhere around the UK. Um, and then release more songs along the way. This year's kind of just about getting music out there and whatever comes along with it comes along with it. If I get to do shows, if I get to do festivals, that's great. But this year is mostly about fine-tuning everything I've written and getting it out there so that if anybody comes a-sniffing or if anybody um, sees me somewhere on the internet and likes what I do, they've got a catalogue of things yeah. they can listen to. So it's just about getting that, Caledonian soul voice out there. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Natty, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I've really enjoyed it. Absolutely loved it. I know this is class. I could be, I'll, I'll stay. Hello, <laughs> I've got, I've got ages. <laughs> tell you what, when your EP comes around, we'll maybe get you back on to talk about that. <laughs> yes. I'll bring and the tea, you bring the biscuits. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and this is Natty Dread and five more minutes.
love that. That was Natty Dread and Five More Minutes. And thanks again to Natty for being such great company. You're listening to the Scots Wehey Show with me, Ali Braidwood. And next up is another recent release. This is Former Champ and Beginner's Luck.
Now, the first of those two tracks was Beginner's Luck by the mythical former champ, who are rumoured to include members of Martha Fion, Catholic Action, Savage Mansion and Secret Motorbikes, but who can say for sure? And just there you heard Fiona Rutherford and Seed, which is the title track to her latest album. And here's a bit more about it. Fiona Rutherford uses the Scottish harp, or Clarsac, to take listeners on an eclectic journey full of beauty and intrigue through different styles of music and sounds, including classical, contemporary and folk. And it's a gorgeous album, as that track suggests, and there's also some fantastic guest musicians on it as well. Now we move on to our podcast suggestion for this week. And as the TV recommendation was Aberdeen-related, I thought I'd make the podcast similar. It's the Creative Me podcast, and here's a bit more about it. Creative Me podcast is a weekly show about art, culture, and all the other kinds of creativity happening in Aberdeen, Scotland. During each episode of the podcast, host Ika Hedlam will explore with an individual or group what inspires and influences their creative practice and what they would like to achieve from their work. Creative Me podcast is a space in which creativity in Aberdeen can be shared and celebrated amongst us all and further promoted as a city thriving with creativity and culture. And we've mentioned that it is that Aberdeen really is thriving culturally at the moment. And the Creative Me podcasts, there's 116 episodes for you to catch up with, and some of them include friends of Scott Hay, including Vagrant Real Estate, Rachel Jack, Matt Hickman, Shane Strachan, Mary Butterworth, John Reed, Pinky McClure, and loads more. You really should check it out, because it's not just for those in and around Aberdeen. It's called the Creative Me Podcast, and you'll find it wherever you get your podcasts from. We continue with the new releases. This is new from Rona Stevens and Joseph Peach, and it's called Anecdote.
Anecdote by Rona Stevens and Joseph Peach, both of whom I believe are former students of the University of the Highland and Islands Applied Music course. There's a little nugget for you. And just there you heard Nightcaller and the look your sister gave me. And Nightcaller described themselves as Scotland's dirtiest and most melody-led gutter pop Lotharios. I'm just going to leave that there. I cannot improve on that. We turn to our featured album now, which is Cloth's Secret Measure, and from it, this is Ambulance.
and that was Cloth and Ambulance taken from our featured album for this week which is Cloth's Secret Measure and what an album it is undeniably one of the best albums of the year but I think it will prove to be a classic now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the week ahead where we pick you five gigs from around the country which you may want to consider and I'm going to start with the return of jazz at the Glad Cafe which is on Tuesday, May the 23rd, the Glad Cafe in Glasgow. And this time it's headlined by Bancroft and Line. Here's a bit more about them. Performing together for the past two decades, Bancroft and Line's repertoire includes a mix of original contemporary jazz-based songs alongside reimagined jazz classics and covers of songs by songwriters such as Suzanne Vega, Ricky Lee Jones and Joni Mitchell. We've played some Bancroft and Line on the show before and if you want to hear live jazz at its very finest then that is the night for you. We move forward to the weekend as we so often do in this spot and Quiet Houses, Scotsway Hay favourites, Quiet Houses are going to be at the Mash House in Edinburgh on Friday the 26th of May. On that same night in Drummond's in Aberdeen, Van Sleep will be playing and again, Friday the 26th, but this time in Glasgow, at McCool's in Glasgow on High Street, Waverley will be playing, supported by Kilgour and Scotstown Dance Band. And on Saturday, next Saturday, the 27th of May, at SWG3 in Glasgow, is The Gathering. The Gathering series returns on Saturday, 27th of May, at SWG3, to deliver a mini-festival of epic proportions. The Gathering series is a showcase of the premier up-and-coming bands from Glasgow and surrounding areas who are renowned for selling out smaller venues. These bands will now come together to provide a night of non-stop fresh new music. The fourth instalment of the series will see Pleasureheads, Noise, Undetermined and Day Drunk take to the stage and there will also be live DJ sets in between. As far as value for money goes, that's got to be the best for the week. And that is our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. And it's that time where we have to try and cram in as much as we can before we say cheerio. And as Van Sleep are playing drummings on the 26th, as I've just mentioned, I thought I would play a track of theirs now. This is Van Sleep and well, you disappoint me boy. I have fun. 
Well, the first of those two in a row was Van Sleep and Well, You Disappoint Me Boy, which is taken from their current EP, How Many Nights. And just there you heard the latest single from Day Sleeper called Savage Dreams. And that's taken from their debut EP, Everything There Is, which is going to be released on July the 14th. And the band are going to be making their debut live performance at the Mash House in Edinburgh on the same date. That'll be a great night. And I'm really looking forward to hearing the full EP. And that's all, folks, for another week. This has been the Scotsway Hay Show, and I've been Ali Braidwood. If you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, 
head over to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or head over to scottswahey.com where we've got the old radio shows, we've got interviews, reviews and podcasts. The latest podcast with writer Peter Ross I highly recommend. I hope you can join me next Sunday evening between 7 and 9pm to do it all over again. Stay tuned on Cam Glen Radio for The Spangled Show with Paul Puppet, which is coming up right after this one. And I'm going to leave you with a track from the 2002 album from the Reindeer section called Son of Evil Reindeer. This is Strike Me Down. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.
fancy some fantastic family fun this May? Celebrate cycling with Bike Town at the Cam Glen Cycling Festival. There will be scores of super cycling activities as well as playing your bike, balloon modelling, music from Cam Glen Radio, refreshments and heaps more. Join them on Saturday the 20th of May at Overton Park, Rutherglen and Sunday the 21st of May at Campus Lang Park, 11am to 3pm. Bring your bike along and get a free goodie bag. Register your interest at healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on or call 0141 646 0123. Thank you to Events Scotland, Cycling Scotland and the Community Cycling Fund. Cam Glen Radio. Community announcements. An app is available for your smartphone that gives you money advice and information. The app, My Life, My Money Lanarkshire, is available from your app store. If you're fostering, adopted or got a child living in kinship care that's aged between 0 and 5 years old, you can sign up to receive a free book every month until they turn 5. To register, speak with your social work contact. And finally, new health walks are starting in Canvas Lang, running every Friday at 11am, being run by Get Walking Lanarkshire. The group will meet at the Morrisons to the right of the store entrance. Booking is essential for the first time you join them. Book by emailing getwalkinglarkshire at northland.gov.uk or calling 07903 358 424. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Campus Lang, let us know. Email what's on at camglenradio.org or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local. Never do ride when I say I will. Emotions on 